This is episode 58 of the A Free Spirit Life podcast. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Shannon Kinney Dew, creator of A Free Spirit Life. I am a spiritual health and wellness coach, a life and creativity business coach, and a human design specialist, an artist, a mom to three boys, and on and on and on, right? So many hats that we wear, so many plates that we juggle, and really none of that is really who we truly are, right? (laughs) We're always trying to return to the true essence of who we are. We aren't our labels or what we do in this world, but we're actually relearning and remembering that we are whole and complete and free to be who we truly are without having to do anything to prove that, right? Today in this show, I want to explore a little bit more about the five energy types in human design. I've talked about human design in past episodes, and I encourage you to go and check those out. In today's show, I want to highlight each of the five types and really share just from some of the personal experience I've had with each of those types and the many, many, many readings that I've been doing and coaching for women just like you who are juggling a lot, who are trying to navigate the changes and the challenges and the celebrations that we're faced with on a day-to-day basis and how to do it while still having energy to experience the things that bring us joy, while still finding ways to be more present with the people we love and care about, with, without having to feel that each day is just another autopilot, repetitive depletion of our energy, but actually learning how to live more in flow, in sync, and in tune with who we truly are, with our truest nature, and what we're here to do in this life, because we truly understand how fast life is going, and we truly understand how fast our energy is depleted, right? And so I want to bring to you today a little bit deeper exploration about those five energy types, and I have a love note for each one of you, whether you're a generator manifesting generator, a manifester, projector, or reflector. I'm going to end this show with my love notes to you, my hope for you as you continue learning more about your true design and learning how to experiment and explore your energy type and the strategy that you can practice for each of these types so that you can experience more ease, more joy, more abundance, more health, wellness, wealth, well-being on and on and on. And really experience greater communication in relationships, in the people that you connect with on a day-to-day basis, whether it's in your family, your extended family, your neighborhood, your friends, your coworkers. There is this, you know, need for us to communicate in a more efficient way, to see each other's differences, not as hindrances, not as an opportunity to blame or point fingers, but as a way to embrace and celebrate that we are all unique parts of the puzzle piece. And when we can recognize each other's differences and learn how to communicate with each other in a more 
empathetic, connected way, magic happens. Relationships feel more powerful, more connected, more uh, in sync, right? And when things are in sync, we have harmony. We um, feel more at ease. We feel as though we are flowing with the current with least amount of resistance rather than always a uphill battle, right? Always going against the current. That's exhausting. So human design is a way to step into the current and to flow in a more ease-filled way and enjoy the path that we're flowing onto. So (laughs) that's a random way of starting the show, but hey, I'm going to go with it. So let's talk about what human design is, how it can help you in your personal home and work life. We'll explore the five energy types again and strategies to live by, and we'll start experimenting living by your design with my beautiful love note to each of you. One of my absolute favorite quotes, and if you've listened to this show, I've probably shared it before, is this by Ralph Waldo Emerson. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. I think that really explains my draw to human design and what this beautiful practice is teaching us, how to be our truest selves in this lifetime and to find the courage to lean more into that and be that in the world. Like I said, we are all unique parts of the puzzle. And so rather than trying to fit in and trying to stuff down or hide the truest essence of who we are, we are learning and practicing how to be different, how to be that unique part of the puzzle piece so that we can all commune together so that we can all make this world a better place. That is my hope for you. As you continue embracing your uniqueness, you find the courage, the clarity, the freedom to share your gifts and your uniqueness with the world so that you can have a greater impact, so that you can make this world a better place, and so that you can enjoy the life that you're living and the people that you're connecting with every single day. So I truly believe that we are all designed to shine and human design helps us do that. What is human design? It is a personality assessment that provides you with practical tools to align you with your true nature so that you can live to your fullest potential in every aspect of your life, whether it's in your career, with relationships, personal interests, health, your overall well-being, human design can help you. 
Now, what I love about it, it is not like other personality assessments like the Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram. There's so many others and I love them all. But those tests, you have to take and answer questions. Whereas this human design assessment is all based on astrology. It's modern day astrology. It's based on when you were born and how you were influenced from the moment you took your first breath to how you've been conditioned up to this point in your life. To get your body graph, you can go to geneticmatrix.com or mybodygraph.com. I have those links in the show notes. And this is really where you're going to type in your birthday, your year, the time of birth, and the place of birth. Once you have that information entered, you will get your crazy looking body graph. And look for where it says type and strategy. That's what we're going to talk about in today's show. Now, Pay attention to the time that you enter. Some of these sites require like military time. Um, You want to also try to get the exact time that you were born. If you don't have that information, maybe look in the baby book, see if you can track down your birth certificate, ask a family member, and if none of those things uh, pan out for you, then try to enter 6 a.m., noon and 6 p.m. and most likely if the energy type doesn't change then that will be the energy type that you are. If you wanted to get a full reading and don't have your exact time you may have to track down an astrologer that can help you pinpoint it Um, but try this first and see if that works so that you can find your energy type. Okay once you have your energy type now enjoy learning all about it. So human design is an integration of ancient wisdom teachings that have been around for thousands of years. These teachings include Eastern and Western astrology, the Hindu chakra system, Chinese I Ching, Kabbalah tree of life. Those modalities have been around for so long teaching us about our true nature. Human design is integrating those teachings with what we're learning in quantum physics, And specifically, in what we're learning about energy, we are all made of energy and we know that. And when you think about it, you know, the ocean is is highly affected by the moon. The moon affects the tides. When you look out your window and you see the leaves dancing, we don't see the wind, but we see the effects of the wind. So there are lots of things that we can't necessarily see, but we can sense, we can feel, and we know it's there. We know that we have an energetic body and we know that we can't do anything without energy. We also know that there's energy that we broadcast out into the world and there's energy that we receive, that we sense, and that we feel. We are energetic beings. Human design is teaching us how our energy works, how it best operates. Really, it's like an energy map. And it's so magical because the more you learn about it, the more you see how specific it is to your personality and to your families and your friends. And it's really what makes you, you. So I like to think of it as the art and science of getting to know your true nature. And what I love about it is it validates what you've 
almost always known about yourself or maybe you've forgotten, but you're slowly starting to remember. And it's in the remembering that you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I've always been this way. Or yes, I've always thought this about myself, but I thought there was something wrong with me or I thought I was really weird because of it. And human design is saying, no, these are your gifts. This is what makes you special. This is what makes you the unique part of the puzzle. And so as we continue to learn more about our true nature, we can embrace that in ourselves and also embrace everyone else's uniqueness. And this is why I love it so much. When you learn to embrace your uniqueness and return to your true nature, you will find that human design helps you with better communication helps you really understand those differences between you and others. It helps you embrace your strengths and your unique gifts. It helps you connect to your unique intuition. It helps you gain greater clarity and decision making, and it helps you live a more vibrant, authentic, empowered, and energized life. And who doesn't want that, right? All those plates we're juggling, right? All those hats that we're wearing. We need energy. (laughs) We need energy to do that, right? And we don't want just energy to run the house and do the laundry and exhaust ourselves. We want the energy to be channeled in a more efficient way so that we can enjoy our creative endeavors, so that we can exercise, so that we can travel, so that we can laugh and love our lives. So my question to you is this, take a moment as you're listening, maybe you can even grab a notebook or hit pause for a moment and give yourself some time to reflect on this question. What are you plugged into? If you think about your energy and think about, in fact, think about your house right now and all the things that are plugged in, look around if you're at home or if you're at work, like what's plugged in? What is taking energy right now? Maybe it is the, the lamps, you've got, you know, the microwave going, you've got the, someone's vacuuming, we've got some, um, the dishwasher running, uh, you know, if, if, if you start to like vacuum and then dry your hair and run the, the dryer all at the same time, maybe you live in an older house, eventually we're probably going to fry out the circuit because too many things are plugged in to the same thing, right? And that's really how I think of it in terms of us. We only have so much energy. Some of us have more consistent energy than others, which you'll learn about today. And some of us are plugged into the wrong things and or too many things at once. And the more things we're plugged into and the more things that are sucking our energy, we aren't going to have much energy left for other things, right? So if you say yes to one thing, you're going to say no to something else. So if you're plugging in, volunteering, working late at the office, uh, taking care of the kids, making all of the dinners, the grocery shopping, um, whatever plates and hats you wear, whatever you're plugged into, that's taking your energy. So my question to you is, without overthinking it, Make a list right now. Either write it down or just say it out loud or think of it in your mind. Make a list of the things that you think drain your energy. This could be toxic people. This could be the news. This could be the state of the world. This could be your schedule. This could be not sleeping well. Just go for it. What are the things that are draining your energy?
once you've have, had a moment to think about what drains your energy without overthinking again, make a list, hit pause if you need to, and think about what are the things that recharge and fill you up. Sometimes I call this a joy list. What fills you up and brings you great joy? So as we move on, we've got our list. See if any of what I share today about your energy type really speaks to you. I encourage you to stay open and I encourage you to trust that whatever you need to hear today in this listening of this recording is right what you need to hear. So really trust in that because this is a lot of information. I'm going to keep it really simple, but I want you to trust that what you need to hear is going to find you and that our paths today have crossed for a reason. It is not a coincidence that you found this episode and that you're learning about human design right now. You are ready for it. You are open to it and you are embracing change. And that's really what life's about, right? Is change, growth, empowerment, learning something new about yourself and learning how to celebrate and embrace your uniqueness. I don't know what's more important than that, really. Because life is here to support us and you are being supported right now. So just to let you know, if you are brand new to meeting me for the first time or if you've been in my circle for many years, I have five of the, I mean, I have four of the five energy types in my own family. There are two manifestors, a manifesting generator and a generator and a projector. So I have a lot of experience in parenting by design, and that's originally what drew me to human design or why it found me. I think I was really looking for something to apply to my own family. I started to do that. I started to see amazing results, and then it started spilling over and and integrating it into my coaching. And um, since then, I've read so many charts for people. I've done so much coaching, and, and time and time again. It is life-altering for people, and it brings me such joy to see women just celebrating, men too, just excited to learn that their uniqueness is, is, is ready to come out into the world, and that it is a strength of theirs, not something to keep hidden, and it just, it's just an amazing tool, so I was a skeptic, I'm not going to lie. When I first learned about my design, I didn't even resonate with it because we are conditioned from the world that we live in, the way we were raised, the religion that we were brought up in, the education system. There's so many things on a daily basis that pull us away from our center, that pull us away from living our truth and being our truest selves. And so we collect stories over time and we collect filters and we collect these beliefs that aren't true. And we start to live in a very conditioned way. So all of us have some conditioning that we need to learn how to release, surrender, and break free of so that we can be the truest version of ourselves. Okay, so the first energy type that we're going to talk about is the generator. Some of your characteristics generator 
is that you have sustainable, consistent energy and you are the worker, the builder, and the creator of the world. There are about 40% of you. You're naturally full of activity, energy, and drive, especially when you're doing things that you're passionate about. So if you're hearing this and you're like, what? I can't be a generator. I'm exhausted all the time. Well, there's many, many things that burn out generators. So there's there's that, okay? In living with that conditioning I've told you about, forcing your life to happen. There's so many things that can pull you away from that internal sustainable energy. And so just let this soak in and start practicing living by your strategy. And I'll share that in just a moment. But in general, when you're doing something that really lights you up, you have a lot of activity or energy to do that. You thrive when you are building expertise in your work, your hobbies, your crafts, in your home. Not always, but you typically like to be linear, like when you're taking charge of something or doing a project for work. You tend to like to respond to that project and and you know follow through with it A to B to C to D until it is complete. Sometimes what what you'll find as a generator is you will hit these plateaus and you'll get kind of bored in the work that you're doing and you might get a little restless there. And there's two things that happen to generators. You either get bored and quit too soon or once you've hit the plateau and you move on, sometimes you'll find that you stay in something far too long. This can be a relationship. This can be a job. Because you have the energy doesn't mean you need to do everything and, and do things and stay in something that you that isn't lighting you up. Now, I am not saying that you have to go and quit your job right now because it's not you're not passionate about it. Your job might support your passions. It's not necessarily the job itself, but it's really paying attention to your gut wisdom and learning how to respond to your gut. If your gut is telling you something like, man, you've been in this far too long, or it's time to pivot, or you're ready for a change, listen to that. Because you have a lot of energy, sometimes you'll stay in something far too long until you just reach complete burnout. You as a generator are the most magnetic when you are not forcing your life to happen. You are not designed to go out, carve your path, and force your life to unfold. And yet so many of you have been conditioned to be like a manifester or a manifesting generator. But as a true pure generator, you will find that your energy is the most magnetic and flows more freely when you wait and respond with your gut, not always saying yes to everything, not just jumping in and trying to force your life to happen, but really, truly listening to your gut and letting your gut lead the way. We live in a world that has taught us how to make decisions with our mind and that our mind rules. But when making life decisions, you've got to learn how to reconnect and turn on that gut wisdom. And generators have lots of tips. We can talk about that in future shows on how to turn that inner gut wisdom on. But a lot of it has to do with getting connected to your body and letting your head take a back seat as you learn how to trust your gut. 
Your gut is your inner GPS. It is your superpower. So you are designed to be in constant communication with the world outside of you, looking for the yeses and nos to respond to. So when something comes your way, if you're tuned in with your gut wisdom, your gut will say yes and lean towards it like a uh-huh, or it will, re- it will repel. It will say, ugh, mm-mm, no. And the more you learn how to listen and follow that, the more you're telling the universe, I'm listening, I'm trusting. I feel supported here. I know I don't have to force my life. I don't have to be so anxious and restless. I trust the timing of my life. I trust that I will respond with a yes to the yeses and a no to the noes. But what can cause burnout for you, generator, is that you're saying yes to everything. Just because you have energy to do something doesn't mean you should. Just because you have energy to do something doesn't mean you should. If you're saying yes to everything, you are going to lead to people pleasing, unhealthy boundaries, and burnout. You say yes to the yeses that your gut is guiding you to, and you learn how to say no to the no's. And that is a great way for you as a generator to respond with your gut wisdom and to really use your energy in a more efficient, vibrant way. So your strategy, as you leave this show, I want you to start practicing. Notice when you're responding. Do you respond to yeses and nos with your gut? Or are you just saying yes to everything without waiting to see what your gut response is? Practice responding rather than forcing your life to happen. In human design, they call this the not-self theme, and basically what that means is when you feel dissatisfaction and it's continuous, you know that's your cue to pay attention. That is your cue to say, you know what? Something's out of alignment. Something is not totally right here. What is it? It will allow you to tune in. So when you go to bed, I want you to go to bed tired, and I want you to go to bed feeling satisfied. A satisfied generator is magnetic It's and energized, and it's beautiful. So practice responding with your gut wisdom. Notice when dissatisfaction comes up and really strive for satisfaction in your life. So stick, stay around because I'm going to the manifesting generators next. And you might know a manifesting generator. You might be married to one. You might be raising one. You might be working with one. And you want to learn how you guys are similar and how you are different. And remember, at the very end of this episode, I'm going to share with you my love note to you generators. So let's talk about manifesting generators. You guys make up about 30% of our population. So when we put you together with the generator, there are 70% of people in our world are some type of generator. You guys are also the workers, the builders, and the creators. You have sustainable, consistent energy. But what makes you so different than a pure generator is you are multi-passionate, meaning you can focus on many things all at once. You are the true multitasker and you are less linear. Manifesting generators have a lot going on. You guys are the ones who have your tons of windows open on your computer. You have tons of projects going on that you've started. You have just a variety of 
massive amounts of hats and plates. And you thrive actually when you have a lot going on. But you also thrive in being able to have the freedom to bounce from thing to thing. So from A to F to B to Z to Q to L, rather than straight linear. It really doesn't do you well to be stuck to a very traditional nine to five schedule. Within that schedule, you want to have freedom to follow your internal creative flow. Because when you're hit with an idea or a creative inspiration or something that you that really lights you up, you do best when you have the freedom to go there. And then when you need a break from it, you, you want the freedom to go to something else and not always have to finish it. What, what's really great about you is you do have initiating energy. So you like to start things and you might get hit with these ideas and these things that you want to follow. But you also have generator energy so you can follow through and finish them. What tends to burn out manifesting generators is they do a lot of starting and they're not doing the generating. They're not following through and finishing. So if you were ever told, hey, pick one thing and stick with it, not healthy for you. You're not here to pick just one thing. And if you're always getting stuck in the starting and feeling overwhelmed by the amount of projects you have going on, Lean in to follow through. And I'd really encourage you also to delegate. Get some help from generators. They're waiting to respond. They want to help you. But you have a lot of energy, so you tend to try to do things on your own. And that's just going to lead to burnout over time, especially as you get older. So friendly reminder to all of you manifesting generators, you move fast and not everyone can keep up with you. So don't expect everyone else around you to have as much going on and to work like you do because to you, they, they, to them, <laughs> you look like you're in chaos. You look like a crazy maker because that is not the way anyone else operates. But for you, it's healthy for you to bounce around. So let the people know in your life that you need this, that you need to have freedom to go from A to B to L to Q. And also know that no one else around you probably will understand it. And that's okay. You don't have to explain yourself. It's really magnetic for you to have the freedom to work in this way. Just don't expect everyone else around you to do the same. Make sure you're getting freedom to follow your creative hits. And, you know, when you find what lights you up, you can get a lot done. It's really magical to watch. Now, sometimes you move so fast that you miss important steps. Don't be so hard on yourself. Just slow down from time to time and ask for help when you need it. You, like the generator, have an inner GPS, so you're designed to trust your gut. You are designed to respond to the yeses and the nos and then take action. So very much like the generator, you are still here to respond. But your strategy is also to inform. Because you move so fast, the people in your life don't know what you're up to. And that's unsettling. And they can sometimes kind of put a wrench in your plans just because they don't understand how where you're coming from, how you operate, how you work. If you practice informing and say, hey, everybody, I am just busy on a project right now. I'll get back to you later. Or hey, everybody, I had a super busy week. I just want to chill this weekend. Just you informing is going to create least amount of resistance for the people in your life. And so also know that you're designed to respond with your gut. So because you move so fast, some 
sometimes you're going to say yes to things before thinking it through. Let your gut guide your yeses and nos. Even though you're an initiator, you can be. You still do best waiting, tuning into the gut, then responding. You're not self-theme, anger and dissatisfaction. If you can't find freedom to follow your flow, anger will will hit. If you are plugged in to way too many things and you just feel like you're burning energy but not really channeling it and getting things done or feeling productive, you're going to also feel dissatisfaction like the generator. So those are your cues. Something's out of alignment. Observe, pay attention, become a gentle uh, observer of your true self and see what you learn. Also, you really strive for peace and satisfaction. So if you are feeling peaceful in the moment, you feel in flow, that is definitely a cue that something's going well for you. You are living in alignment with your energy. So generators, manifesting generators, what do you think is the biggest takeaway from this episode so far for you? I'd like you to pause this and take a moment to write what you want to remember. Next, we have our manifestors. So manifestors, this is my type, and I'm going to do a whole episode just for you coming up soon. I love manifestors because I am one. I'm also raising one, and we're very, um, there's not many of us. There's only 8% of us in the population. So sometimes we feel extremely different than other people, and it can be very liberating to find other manifestors who understand what it feels like to be one. Uh, you guys do not have sustainable, consistent energy, quite the opposite. You are designed to spark change, to initiate, to get things started. You are trailblazers. You're always carving your own path. Now we live in a world that's kind of taught us to be conditioned to carve our own paths. But it's interesting because manifestors tend to be conditioned to be generators. And so if you find yourself working all the time and being stuck in a nine to five and really um, feeling exhausted, listen up, okay? Because you're probably working like a generator and you probably were raised by generators. So because you are here to spark change, that takes a lot of initiation. You're literally here to carve a new path or to show others the path. And so when you're doing that, that takes a ton of energy. And so manifestors do best with inconsistent energy where they get hit with a creative inspiration or they get hit with this energy to follow through on a project that they're working on or something that they're doing at, the, at home with the family. And then they pour their creative energy into it and then they need to rest, rest, rest. And then they'll pour their energy into something else and then they need to rest again. So make sure that you are giving yourself enough downtime, rest, and alone time after your spurts of energy. You have to recharge. It takes a lot of energy to start things. You are not designed to do the work though. You are designed to spark change, to give ideas, to make things happen, and then hand it off to the manifesting generators and the generators to help you follow through. 
If you find that you constantly start things but can't follow through, that is how you're designed to be. So don't try to do it all on your own. Manifestors tend to do things on their own because they don't like being told what to do and they're afraid that people are going to tell them no or interrupt their flow. Your strategy is to inform, but it doesn't come natural to you. So if you aren't telling people what you're doing, what you're working on, what you need, you are not going to get it and they're not going to understand you. So set healthy boundaries, talk to the people in your life who need to know what you're up to, inform them so that you can feel freedom in your life. So as an example, I'm a busy mom to three kids. We are homeschooling. Uh, we, I have my own business. We work from home and My family needs to know when I'm working. My family needs to know when I have a project I'm trying to complete. They need to know when to not interrupt me. You know, (laughs) that's hard to do in, in family life, but I have to inform them and let them know. If I don't tell them, they're gonna constantly interrupt me because why wouldn't they, right? It seems so simple, but manifestors don't really like to tell people what they're up to because we've been conditioned that people are gonna tell us no. And that's happen happens from a very young age. So I'll get more into that in future episodes. But I just really want you to hear me if you're raising a manifester, if you are a manifester, you need a lot of downtime and your energy works completely differently. So if you're always like, God, I can't keep up with those people or I really need more rest than everyone else, there is nothing wrong with you necessarily. <laughs> you, you are a beautiful soul trying to keep up in this world and it takes a lot of energy to spark change. And that is one of your gifts. But you're not here to do it all on your own and you're not here to do all the work. So delegate. Remember that you're here to have an impact on other people and to initiate and really learn how to listen to your intuition. It's an internal hit that happens for you and it's super important to know that you're listening to it. Your strategy, like I said, is just keep informing people about what you need so that you can set healthy boundaries and get uninterrupted flow time because if you aren't getting that, your not self theme is anger and anger is a cue to manifestors. Something is off. Some needs are not getting met. You are living out of your conditioning of some kind, you need to get back aligned with your true self and what's going on. Haven't, have you not been alone for a long time? Are you trying to work like a generator? Are you doing everything on your own? Pay attention. You really want peace more than anything. You want freedom to do what you want to do. So see what's happening in your world. That's either providing you with peace or not. And you'll learn a lot about yourself. Keep listening, Manifester, because I'll be sharing my love notes to you at the very end of this episode as well. All right, our fourth energy type is the projector. Projectors uh, definitely have unsustainable energy, just like the Manifester. It's very inconsistent energy. They are designed to be guides, directors, visionary leaders. You guys can really see what needs to be done, and you have rich wisdom to share. Now, I'm not saying the other types don't. We're all leaders in our own way and we all have wisdom to share. There's just this this beautiful quality about projectors. They just see things in a different way. They look at things from a different angle and they sit back and they wait and they observe. And then when they're invited to share, massive wisdom comes out of their mouth. It's pretty amazing and incredible to see. 
So um, you guys are very efficient workers and you work best in short periods of time. So like the manifester, you really aren't designed for traditional work hours. If you are working traditional hours, really try to carve in rest and downtime in your day. Maybe that's taking a longer lunch or, um, you know, ending work a little bit early in the, in the afternoons. You are very efficient when you work. And so you're really working well, but you you're not designed to work, um, that many hours at one time. And so you make sure that you're giving yourself a lot of alone time, a lot of rest time, and a lot of recharge time. And see, we live in a world that's so busy and such a hustling culture that anyone who needs to rest feels guilt, feels shame, feels bad. And when we rest and we have so many other plates and hats going, we feel like all those other plates and hats are just going to crumble and fall down and fall apart. And so we push ourselves beyond our edge and that's what leads to adrenal fatigue. That's what leads to poor sleeping habits. That, that's what leads to health issues. Projectors typically hit burnout around the age of 40 or a little bit later. Manifestors can typically push more until about 50 and then you'll start to hit burnout if you're not honoring your need for rest. And I want you to honor your need for rest unapologetically without the guilt and the shame because if you're resting but you're feeling I should get up and I should go do this and I should do that and I should work like they're working, well then you're just draining and exhausting yourself while you're resting. You're not recharging, right? So look back at your list of of joy and what recharges you and make sure rest is on there. (laughs) Um, Uninterrupted downtime, a day of doing nothing, right? Your strategy is to wait for the invitation. So naturally, this feels right to you. If you know a projector, you're raising a projector, you work with one, make sure you're inviting them to share. And, And projectors, follow what fascinates you and the right people will ask you for the invitation. They will invite you to share your great wisdom and know that you don't have to share that wisdom with everyone. There is this thing where projectors kind of feel like they're not seen and not heard because their energy is so different. And the thing is, you don't need to be seen and heard by everybody. You just need to be seen and heard by the right people. And so trust that the right people will find you in the right timing. If you're following what fascinates you and you're sharing what you're fascinated by, you will be invited to share by the right people. And that's when you're the most magnetic. That's when new opportunities come your way and new people. And it's just a beautiful way to use your energy. And just to go back to manifestors, same thing. You're not here to be liked by everyone. Manifestors can be um, so different that they sometimes feel like they have to be people pleasers just so people like them. And you're not designed to be liked by everyone. So same thing, wait to share with the right people and trust that the right people will come your way. Your not self theme projector is bitterness. And that is your cue that something's out of alignment. Some need isn't getting met. Probably most likely you're exhausted or you're trying to keep up with the generators and you can't. Your energy is 
different. So pay attention to bitterness. You strive for success. You really feel good when you're being recognized for the work that you do, when you're working from a place of recognition and success. So if you have projectors on your team or in your family, invite them to share their wisdom and make sure you are recognizing them for their their amazing gifts. All right, my fifth energy type is the reflector. The reflectors are only about 1% of our population and you beautiful souls have very inconsistent energy as well. You are the barometer of your community, of the group that you're with. You reflect the well-being of the group. If you're not feeling well, really pay attention to your environment and the people you're surrounded by. Your environment and the people that you are around is so important to you. And you need to be around people who support you, like having a trusted peer group is massively important to you. You need to also love the environment you're in. So your home should be a reflection of you. If you have trouble sleeping, make sure your bedroom is clutter free. Like really, really, really pay attention to your space, your work environment. If you feel kind of sluggish at work, what, where do you work? What does it look like? Do you have a happy place that restores and recharges your energy? Put it on your joy list. Go to your happy places when you need to really cleanse and clear your energy. Because your energy type is so open that you are drawing in the energy of everyone around you, the space that you're in and the people that you're around. So that makes sense, right? If you're around people that you trust and you feel supported by and you feel good in that environment, you will feel better. If it's the opposite, you'll start to feel and almost merge into that negativity or that clutter or that place that you don't feel well in. So also know that you take a lot of time to make decisions. Um, For those of you who are interested in following the moon cycle, you guys would really do well learning about the cycle of the moon and paying attention to your energy. What do you feel like when it's a full moon? What do you feel like when it's a new moon? What do you feel like in between? Really pay attention to how your energy changes and keep a moon journal. Um, But you also really need a lot of time to make decisions. So you don't necessarily have to wait for the cycle of the moon, but you do need to wait. And so make sure the people in your life also know this about you, that you take a long time to make decisions, especially big life decisions, whether this is moving, a relationship, taking on a new job. It's important for you to wait before you make decisions. And you might also do well talking it out to trusted peer groups. So pay attention to how you feel in your environments. Um, wait before you make big decisions. Your life's theme is, or I should say your your not self theme is disappointment. So pay attention. How often do you feel disappointed? Were you? Is it because you said yes to things before you um, should have said yes? Or what tends to happen because your energy is so open, you sometimes will merge with other people and almost lose a sense of self. So you'll feel like you're different in different groups of people. And know that you're designed to be a screen to sense and feel other people's energy without merging with it, without becoming it. And then you really 
thrive when you feel surprised. So if you're feeling surprised and delighted and feel a sense of um, uh, wonder in your life, that's a cue that you're living more in alignment and more connected to your true sense of self. And then your strategy is just wait for the right timing. Wait before you make big decisions. So my manifestors, projectors, and reflectors, what has been one of your biggest takeaways from this episode so far? Hit pause if you'd like to, and then I'm going to move on to my love notes. So my generator, my love note to you so that you can avoid burnout, recharge, and feel more vibrantly alive. You may feel great liberation to learn that you do not have to initiate all the time or force your life to unfold. Trust that your life is unfolding in the right timing. Burn your energy each day so that you can go to bed feeling satisfied and tired. Find the courage to say no to what isn't right for you so that you can say yes to what is being guided by your gut wisdom. Pay attention to your full body yeses and nos. And let go of any obligations that are sucking your energy dry. Your energy is so precious, generator. You don't have to say yes to everything. Remember that you are the most magnetic when you make space for joy in your life. You are happy and satisfied when you are keeping busy doing things you care about. Value and celebrate your precious and magnetic energy. My love note to manifesting generators, to avoid burnout, to feel more recharged and vibrantly alive. Embrace your desire to move about at fast speeds and celebrate your multi-passionate nature. Lean into your manifesting and your generating nature. You are designed to listen to your gut, then respond to it. So inform others about what you're up to and burn your energy in the day doing the things that light you up so that you can go to bed feeling more at peace and more satisfied. Follow your joy. Carve out time to really open up and embrace your creative urges, sometimes without interruptions if at all possible. Release your desire to have to make sense to others. Stop boxing your energy into a box and let it flow where it wants to go. Value your precious, powerful energy and remember that you are also here to play, relax, and have fun. My love note to manifestors so that you can avoid burnout and feel more recharged and vibrantly alive. Follow your creative bursts. Enjoy uninterrupted alone time and honor your rest periods without feeling guilty. Make sure you go to bed when you're tired and rest, rest, rest after your creative bursts. Embrace that you are here to bring your ideas, your inspiration, and your impact out into the world. Celebrate what makes you different and remember that you aren't here to be liked by everyone. 
Trust that the people who need your message will find you. Trust your ideas will have an impact and that they'll reach the right people. Break your habits of people pleasing or totally rebelling and find a good place in the middle while you set healthier boundaries. Delegate and don't do everything on your own. You're not here to work like a generator. You're here to spark change and then have others help with the follow through. Invest your energy in those who see your power. Learn to trust your internal flow, your creativity, your intuition, and really lean into your initiating power. Value and honor your courage. Projectors, my love note to you as you avoid burnout, recharge, and live more vibrantly alive. Stop working like a generator. Take good care of your precious energy by carving out time for rest, downtime, and space to relax unapologetically. Go to bed before you're tired so that you can release the extra energy from the day. Embrace your differences and let go of guilt when you feel like nothing is happening. Share your insights with those who appreciate you. Invest your energy in those who love and value you, those who really appreciate and recognize you. Follow what fascinates and delights you. Trust yourself. Value yourself. Let go of trying to keep up or to do more and instead trust your gifts will be recognized in the right timing. Value and celebrate your energy and know that your inner wisdom and gifts are powerful. And my love note to all the reflectors to help you avoid burnout and embrace what recharges you so that you can live a more vibrant life. Surround yourself with the right people and the right environments. Take your time when making big decisions and talk to trusted peers and friends. Practice being a screen rather than a sponge when you're connecting with other people or in when you're in new environments. Let your precious energy be seen by those who are close to you and by the world. Take good care of your energy by carving out space to rest and recharge in the places where you feel happiest. Make sure you feel good in your home and in your bedroom and go to sleep when you're tired or before you're tired actually so that you can release that extra energy that you've sensed throughout the day. Give yourself time to learn new things and to cultivate your innate gifts. Value who you are. Celebrate your beautiful uniqueness and embrace your differences. You are designed to be different for a reason. One of my favorite quotes, Alan Alda, at times you have to leave the city of your comfort and go into the wilderness of your intuition. What you'll discover will be wonderful. What you'll discover is yourself. Thank you so much for listening. I want you to email me, Shannon, at afreespiritlife.com and let me know what's been your greatest takeaway from this episode. What did you learn about your energy type? Or maybe what did you learn about others' energy types? Your friends, your partner, your children. You can send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at a free spirit life. And if you take the time to leave a podcast review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, 
just screenshot it, send it to me, email it to me, and I will enter you to win a mini reading of your human design chart. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for participating. Thank you for your support in the show. Share this with your friends and family. We all need to learn more about our design so that we can celebrate our uniqueness. If you want more information about coaching or deep dive human design readings, go to my website, afreespiritlife.com. Get yourself signed up for one. You will receive an audio recording that's all about you. It's basically like your very own podcast this hour recording that is everything you need to know about your chart, your learning style, how you make decisions, how to tap into your intuition, how to break free of the conditioning so you can be the truest version of yourself and live with greater ease and energy in your life. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time. Tomorrow they never come out here